probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to the Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy. And welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud. And joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. A founder of Kajimi City, owners of the first holocrons. Canon calls them the Daibendu, but we call them the Blybendu. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We got to give it to him, people. The Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary came in handy for that. Yes, mate. 91 <laughs> episodes in and the Bly puns are strong, mate boy. How on earth are you, mate? I am doing well, mate. I've uh, I've got the Saints about to play on television as we speak, so I'm going to watch that. I've got a cheeky blue moon, which I'm about to put the orange in now. There you go the orange is in the blue moon, so oh, I'm going to have is that. Naughty. That aside, though, mate. No, I've had a I've had a good weekend, mate. Still coming down from the wonder of the last Mando episode, but uh, digging the opportunity for tonight's discussion. But before that, how on earth are you? Oh, mate, no, I am pretty spicy, mate. Uh, Another week, another Mandalorian episode. And with another Mandalorian episode, there's more Star Wars filth on the internet that I love to uh, have a little butchers at, have a little look at. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's naughty. I like it. It's fun. I mean, it's just so exciting to be a Star Wars fan. It's just so exciting. It's so fun at the moment. And the Mandalorian is delivering. So, mate, I am pleased. Food, family, virtual catch-ups with friends. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, does it, Matty boy? Not particularly, no. I mean, the only thing that would be better is if you guys listened to the Mandalorian recap that we dropped on Friday. If you already have done, you would have had the best weekends. You've probably had this year. If you haven't, yeah. still not too late to have a great belated weekend. But um, every Friday... Uh, about 4pm UK time, we drop our Mandalorian recap, which is a spoiler-heavy review of the episode that drops on that day. So it's on the usual Star Wars Sessions podcast feed. So if you haven't checked it out, do it! Do it! Go and check it out, guys. We drop it every Friday, and it is so much fun to do, isn't it, man? Yep, absolutely. And as um, as my nan famously says, you know, <laughs> listen to the Mandalorian recap, or... What is it, Matt? Get a slap. Macaron. Ma- uh, uh, macaron. Macaron. Do you know what? Do you know what? Mandalorian. Um, my missus makes banging macarons. And, um, but I she, don't doubt that. She makes it as per the Italian recipe. And I've had both, right? And the Italian one is better. I prefer it. How would it. they say that in Italian? <laughs> yeah, uh, macaroni. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, mate. No apologies clue. to our Italian listeners and our French listeners too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Butchering both macaron in uh, Italiano, macaron in French, macaron, macaron. Yeah, macaron. Yeah, go check out the Mandalorian recap. Go check out the Mando recap every Friday. It's well worth your time. And uh, Lukey Boy dropped your Patreon show this month, didn't you, mate? Yes, mate. The Patreon show, it's spicy. I got, um, you know what? Friend of the podcast, 
legend. In in fact, we pretty much hear him on every single show every week. Uh, you might know him as the so good guy. So good. He, that guy, uh, Dan Sexton. He's also our podcast a rapper. Um, yeah, he and, and not what goes over a chocolate bar, mate. Not goes over a double decker <laughs> or a crunchy or a dairy it milk. Would look no. good smab- uh, covering a jockey bar. Do you know what Dan Sexton covered in chocolate sounds sounds like a dare. Sounds like sessions after midnight. Yes. It, it, do you know what I reckon for charity that could be a thing. You're in. You're, yeah, I'm we've volunteering. I'm volunteering, Danny boy, right here, right now. No, uh, yeah, the Journal of Luke Bly Walker, Dan Sexton's on there. It's really fun. We're talking the state of gaming and, and Star Wars in gaming at the moment, and it, it's a great show. So that's on our Patreon right now. Yep, and Gurning as well. Go check that out. We'll give all the Patreon details very shortly. But in the distance, I can hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi. That can only mean one thing. Oh. It's a galactic news round. Disney World have offered fans their first glimpse inside the galactic star cruiser, the Star Wars-themed hotel. Daisy Ridley thinks Rey had the perfect ending in The Rise of Skywalker. A new update for Star Wars Squadrons has dropped, including B-Wings, TIE Defenders, an additional map and more. This is Patrick Schneider, Senior Brand Manager for Hasbro Star Wars Fan Business. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions, possibly Britain's spiciest Star Wars show. (laughs) Goodbye. How many of us have dreamt of being our favourite character in Star Wars, feeling like you're out there amongst the stars, schmoozing in a cantina, slaughtering rebel scum, or simply bringing a smile to the faces of young and old? Our guest tonight knows all about that. He's one of the co-founders of UK-based Star Wars costuming organisation, Joker Squad UK. It's Dan Cramphorn. How you doing, mate? Oh, really good, guys. Really good. That isn't the most epic intro. What a way to start our chat. <laughs> Welcome to the Naughty Sessions, Dan. Uh, it's, it's, it's great to have you on, mate. And actually, to be honest, cosplay is never really something that we've covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair... I don't think it's anything that uh, Matty Boy and I could say is close to our heart, but we certainly have a great appreciation for it. I mean, I've been going to Comic Cons for for many years. Um, I managed to snag free tickets for it all the time, you know, because my my brother worked at Excel, the Excel Center. So, mate, it's it's been it's always been the dream, right? Um, And I've always looked to the guys with some admiration, you know, to think flipping it like the time that goes into this. The preparation, the dedication, because as well, May in the Excel Center, hot, very hot, <laughs> and people just power through. Um, Dan, mm. we got we got to ask you, mate. Why? For, firstly, why are you into cosplaying? Oof. Um, do you know what? It. I remember. Um, remember the TV show How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. There was um there was a scene in that where um 
one of the lads had um, a stormtrooper, set of stormtrooper armor in the, the side of his living room. And it had never occurred to me up until that moment, you could actually buy that stuff. <laughs> so then I think I spent the very next day, the whole of my next working day, um, just browsing the internet, just trying to find anything that would, you know, where you could like buy a set of armor off the shelf, so to speak. And it didn't look like I could find anything. There were loads, there were sites, but like within my price range, shall we say. And um, I think it just became a bit of an obsession much, much like my Star Wars um, fandom anyway. It's a total obsession. And um, I fell down the rabbit hole, shall we say. And um, I was looking at making your own moulds and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, when I realised that was just not going to happen, I, I stroke of luck, found a set of armour on eBay, nice. like in kit form, bought it, and then it arrived. I got really, really pumped and excited. And then didn't have a clue what to do with it afterwards. And I ended up finding a bloke who built it for me and put it all together. And, um, yeah, that, that became, I think that was probably like eight or nine years ago now. And you talk about admiration for people wearing armor. I can tell you what, it's not just hot in there. Boy, does that stuff chafe. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, um, I don't want to imagine Danny boy. I don't re- want to imagine. To be honest, mate. Yeah. But, you know, you, you talk about why I, I guess I, um, I got the kit and then I thought, right, now I want to put it on. So I managed to put it all on on myself, which wasn't easy first time. Um, and then I think the next question was, right, I've got it. Now what do I do with it? And um, I got in touch with um, a, a bloke who I'd sort of got talking to and he, he suggested a group. And, you know, I, I, I turned up at a troop in, in the Elstree area of nice. all places. And that was my very first troop. Um, we finished at Elstree Studios um, and um, I, I met some great people. Um, one of them became the best man, well, one of the two best men at my wedding. And, um, you know, I think for me, it's, you know, you said on your show last week about Star Wars being all about family. And for me, it's, it sort of transcended that. It's, it's not just family. It's all about it's friendship and I think that's the thing that's kept me going and, and got me more and more enthusiastic. And it was become it was about being the masters of our own destiny. You know, we we wanted to we we basically we wanted to make our own decisions, have our own creative influence. And that's that's where myself and and three excellent mates, um, who we'd all met through through this, decided we you know we fancy having a crack at this ourselves. And there wasn't much in the area where where the four of us lived. And um, so we set up a, a little group. We designed our own logo, got our own little crew shirts going, you know, a little cheeky Facebook page. And before oh, you know it, it, it all started to get a little bit, little bit crazy. You know, four became six, six became ten. And, you know, you wind the clock forward what, nearly eight years. And we are, um, I think we're over 125 now. So, Whoa. yeah, we're, we're feeling pretty stoked about what we've achieved. And, but it's not, it's not just about, it's not the club. You know, the club's important to us. The, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a baby of ours. But it's, it's you know, the friendships you build with, with other people. You know, I think you mentioned earlier about Excel. And Excel's super hot in the summer. It's like standing in a greenhouse. <laughs> but, you know, you, you change that to like, we, we've done a couple at Legoland. Um, before um sadly that that one that's on the embargo list now mm-hmm. but um yeah we did some amazing 
amazing weekends there over the sort of the May the 4th bank holiday. At the point where like I think we were trooping in, in sort of like high 30s and Vader's having some sort of total meltdown and the Empress face <laughs> is peeling off. And, you know, but you, you do it for the love of it and the friendships and, and I'll tell you, the, the unforgettable memories. Um, and, and that's all thanks to the big GL and, and this amazing galaxy far, far away. I absolutely love it. That's it, mate. Uh, in terms of the uniforms, you should have just gone to wish.co.uk. Probably would have got one for a fight. Probably would end up with some pyjamas or something for a fiver. But... Yeah, machine washable. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's a... You mentioned family there, mate. And I agree because mm. it isn't just the family you have around you. It's, it's like the family you make, isn't it? Like um, yeah. Luke, is, Luke is my family. If all of the all of those wonderful listeners we have, they're all family within this community mm. we have. And obviously in the cosplay world or the costuming world, I can imagine it is just like one big family because looking at the website and we'll give all the links mm. out at the end there, but it's some great images of uh, of the the gang together. There's a wide variety yeah. of yeah. costumes there. It isn't just Stormtroopers and Darth Vader. We've got Rebel Pilots, Ewoks, mm. Ray, Qui-Gon, uh, Boss, um, mm. Bosch, or Bausch, how you say it. There's Sabine is there. Yeah, Bausch. So there's an awful lot there. Because I was going to say, how many people have you got on board? But I mean, 125, yeah. I mean, what... What if I wanted to say to you, right? What else do you do other than conventions? Because I mean, because a lot of people, when I hear costuming organisation, I think I think mm. they're the, they're those cool dudes who are outside on the steps of conventions, making it all <laughs> or making it all feel so very real. But uh, what else do you do mm. aside from that, mate? I mean, we we do the conventions, yeah, for sure. But we we do for us, it's always been about the charity work. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do lots of, of little supporting things. And, um, yeah, we, we support a, a kid's hospice nice. based in, in High Wycombe and have done since the beginning. And we do all manner of stuff to help them. So we've, we've been across to you know, Black Tie Gala dinners. We've done weddings. We've done special special appearances at, um, uh, what do you call it, at auctions that they've done. Um of our own sort of photo shoots and things it you know put me on spot and i should be able to rule off like <laughs> literally a million Come things on. and now i've got total stage fright <laughs> no but in, in all seriousness it's you know we we sort of considered everything we, we've done private parties and like kids parties and things right at the beginning but you know dressed as a stormtrooper my mate was there as boba fett and literally getting you you what's it's handed to you by 20 screaming, screaming kids high on, on jelly and ice cream <laughs> beating you with fine lightsabers. <laughs> it's just, dream, mate. It's not the way, we, exactly. It's not the way yeah. we want to go anymore. Um, you know, we've done, we've done weddings, wedding receptions. We did a, did a funeral, sadly. Um, uh, one of our members, his, his son passed away with a, a, a long illness and a, a series of mm. our guys went, went to the funeral. And, you know, that was probably, you know, you talk about the highs and then you also talk about the, the lows and those those lows being the worst of course, kind yeah. of lows. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you suddenly you, you, you thank you thank the maker that you're wearing a helmet because mm-hmm. those those things are gut wrenching. So but we did it to support, you know, a longstanding uh, member of the gang and mm-hmm. um, one who's a, a tremendous talent and a lovely, lovely guy and a lovely family. Um, so. Yeah, loads, loads of stuff. I mean, actually, next weekend, there's um, four or five of us going out. We're doing um, a 5K uh, walk in our in our kits, wearing wow. Santa's outfits. And because this, you know, this, I hear there's a pandemic on at the hmm. moment. And um, <laughs> yeah, so we, we're 
normally we we would all go to the same place with with the, the the other fundraisers for this this hospice that we support but we're all doing it at different locations and we're all going to film little things and take our own little photos so it's kits on with santa outfits over the top all looking a bit ridiculous <laughs> but walking five miles around some local postcodes um but we're sure to get you know horns beat by people and people coming up for photos and stuff so it'll be but it's going to literally for me it's going to be one of the first times i've had my kit on since well i think since the midsummer i put i put i've got my stormtrooper armor on for one of the the nhs claps this year yeah i think that's the last time i had it on so in fact it was the last nhs clap because i said to my wife i said there's no way on earth i'm missing this mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i'm glad i did but yeah i'm sort of missing it now it's once you got it once i've got it on i've got this reputation of being the first one out of kit um within the gang but um now all i want to do is just get dressed up it's um it's crazy that's amazing and and good for you guys for doing so much for good causes man i i was going to ask about the clap for carers thing you know because i think i remember seeing a few newspapers uh report about that locally even Were, were there any of the members of joker squad doing that in essex in our neck of the woods the other side of london no i don't think we did um but i, I think i know who that might have been um oh. because I, I think i might have even seen the same articles um <laughs> oh. or, or, or um or wanted wanted posters who knows there's a few of our lads down in southampton way they got they got um a little bit of um a press but do you know what? everyone did it for all the right reasons yeah. and it wasn't you know it wasn't about the badge that you wear on your shoulder it wasn't about what club it was just about everyone being out as a community and supporting what was pretty much probably one of the lowest points I can think of in living memory. It's horrible. So if you, if you can just for literally 30 seconds, help people to forget it's, it was absolutely worth every, every moment. Um, what, so yeah. what, what a lovely mm-hmm. way to put it, mate. Yeah, man. What a lovely way to put it. Yeah. Fantastic. And do you know what Joker squad has actually, it's funny that we've ended up connecting to be honest, because I remember two of your guys at a Comic Con and they were oh, absolutely lovely. lovely. Oh. They were absolute <laughs> gems. And we were speaking to them and uh, I was like, oh, you guys, are you guys like part of the 501st? Are you part of any sort of teams or squads? You know, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're part of Joker Squad. And actually, the name always stood out to me. I was like, oh, Joker Squad. That's like, I was like, oh, that's a funny. That's a funny name for for a stormtrooper outfit, or cosplaying Star Wars cosplaying outfit. Like, what's up with that? And they were like, "Oh, it's just a name." And they were like, "But we, we're always having like a laugh, you know." There's loads of it. And I thought these guys, they are lovely. They are lovely. Always stood out to me. So when we met you online, Dan, mm. I was like, "Man, what an absolute gangster!" Being one of the co-founders, <laughs> I was like, "Let's get him on the show ASAP, Rocky." I do have a question for you, though. Go. Then, what? Why the name? Why Joker Squad? Yeah, well, it's um, it, it's twofold. So, one, there's an expanded universe um, stormtrooper group um, called Joker Squad. So, um, it, it was that. Um, but actually, we found that afterwards. To be honest, <laughs> so then at that point, we didn't. Even, we're like, oh yeah, of course, that's exactly why we did it. So, yeah, no one was going to take taken that no of course not of course not and um no but the reality was it was it was always for us it was about the fun you know and it was yeah we wanted to be a squad you know because that, that's just punchy and that's just star wars you know but um the joker just 
I think we were just sort of sitting around having a few drinks at a pub in, in Milton Keynes yeah. and was lashing it down. And one of the guys was getting, was drinking far too much vinegar. And um, I mean, that literally, he was actually drinking vinegar. Um, oh, nice. yeah. and, uh, that's, that's how many jars he's had. And um, the, yeah, exactly. And we just, it, it just sort of settled and it, it just felt right. And then um Gary, one of the other founders, he he sketched literally right there, sketched a few ideas, and um, and it stuck. And there's a few people didn't like it, and you know what? That, that's okay. Some people sort of say, "Oh, the logo's a bit cartoony," and yes, it's meant to be because it's meant to be. It, it's it's less rigid, it's less formal. It is about the fun, the charity, mm-hmm. and then Star Wars, um, because for us, it's a, it's that sense of family and friendship, and just trying to keep that alive and. Yeah, we've I've made some wonderful friends, and I've probably lost a few along the way as well. Um, and um, hmm. but but that's that's where the name came from. Um, actually, you can erase all of that because actually it was about the expanded universe. Joker Squad, <laughs> yeah. Stormtrooper group. For any purists out there, it was all about that Joker Squad led by Sergeant Ran Harkas. So I'm so I'm there told. You um, when you're out and about at the conventions or. Um, Sort of at, the, at the charity events again. Shout out for doing those. Well, who who is the most popular character for for the adults and kids alike? Who's the one that they see and they're like, yes. <laughs> uh, it's um, it's almost always Chewbacca. Um, ah. Yeah, without doubt, big big boy Chewie, uh, my man Paul. Um, we've we've got a few Chewies in the group now, but um, the original is always going to be, and he's he's one of my best mates in the whole world. And um, Paul, um, who was best man at my wedding. He um he's done Chewy for many many years and he's he's got it down he's Mister Personality and just when he puts on that fur he he is Chewbacca it's yes. it's just incredible the transformation um and then after him it's it's going to be um probably Vader and mm-hmm. you know that the funny ones always I remember doing one in Watford um just after Force Awakens was released and um I'm, I'm tripping with it. Um, a chap there. He's, he's dressed as uh, got this amazing Kylo Ren uh, costume on, and uh, this this dad walks up to him with his kid and uh, calls him Darth Vader, and um, <laughs> you know that that just that that rub roar or or the the one that uh, two members we've we've got um, Boba Fett. Boba Fett is a massive hit all the time. He's mm. always called Django because people always get his name <laughs> wrong. I, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just sort of roll your really? eyes under your helmet. It does happen. It does wow. happen. But do you know, it's yeah, the kids are getting. Um, they're learning so much about the folklore and about the history now, and they're mm. they're discovering all the characters. And yeah, my little um, my my nephew, um, uh, he was an absolute hit at Reading Comic Con last year because I I made him a first order stormtrooper outfit, and he's only six years old, oh. and he 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 looks the business. He really lad. did, and he's just walking around. He stole the show, man. He absolutely <laughs> stole the show. Um, so Love is it. anything quirky and different, to be honest? You, you could line up 10 stormtroopers um, and nobody would see us and we wouldn't hit anything anyway. <laughs> and um, hey. and um, Naughty. But uh, I do like, you know, you can have four TIE pilots and every single one of them is Darth Vader. Um, and it, it is, it's those little amusing sort of little quirks that, that mm-hmm. just crack me up. Um, mm. anything different and people just gravitated towards it. You know, the amount of people that want to hug Chewbacca is, um, you know, Paul's probably got a bit of wear and tear on his like Wookiee, Wookiee fur. Um, where, Luke uh, likes to where hug a Wookiee when he can. Hugging. 
I'm, yeah, I'm do. sure he does. I've heard that. That's a good I, yeah. impression as yeah. well. <laughs> they got that idea. The idea of like that that scene in Solo where Han meets Chewie. That's all from my life, basically. <laughs> mud wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> mud wrestling with Wookiees. That's my thing. You'll catch me outside. Uh, catch me outside uh, Excel Center next year. That's what's going to be going down, mate. Rolling in mud. Best kebab yeah, in Basildon. That's it. Dan, I've got, I have got a question for you, mate, because we talk about, we've, we've, you've mentioned actually like other groups, right? And you're saying how Joker's squad is, is different and it seems different. You know, I got that impression before I'd even heard of you guys, right? And we've got plenty of uh, listeners who are part of the 501st and they're good guys. They're all fantastic guys. They do a lot of good things to charity, right? But how comes, what, why not the 501st? Why Joker Squad for you? Um, I think (laughs) that's a bit of a uh, frost, frost Nixon question. question. (laughs) No, do you know what? Right. I've I've got, you meet so many people um doing all these different troops and it, it doesn't matter what club you're in you get on with with loads of people and then there's you, you can't get on with everyone right. i think is is the thing and, and that's a lesson in life mm-hmm. right there kids and um you know the i think for me i i wanted to be that the squad was about us being in control and i think by by sort of joining something that's it, it's bigger you're part of a global community of course you know, and the, the 501st are absolutely um, superb at everything they do. They're a reason that they are, you know, Lucasfilm's uh, and Disney's go-to group. And, and well, they should be because they're massive. They're all across the, the country. They're in so many countries around the world. Um, and I respect them for everything they do, they've achieved and will continue to achieve. Mm. But for us, it, I, I think... The way we behave, the way we we interact, we we want it to be different. People people like having the the freedom of choice, and if they want to come up and they they want to have a little uh, cheeky dance or grab the blaster and you know point it at the dad or something like that, you know, <laughs> go for it, absolutely <laughs> go for it, you know. Mind it, absolutely fine. Yeah, do a bit do a bit of yeah. revenge of the Sith, you know, point at the younglings as well. well why not? Take eh? off the take off the hands, take off the head. Why not? You go for it, son. <laughs> um, you know. I hope, I hope the Mandalorian is uh, method and doesn't remove his helmet. Absolutely, uh, this is the way, isn't it? This quite is right. This is the way. What a show! Oh, mate, absolutely, mate. We are we're digging the Mandalorian. Do you have any um, Mando uh, actual like, the Dinjar in the Mandalorian mm. uh, outfit uh, costumes in your troop? Yeah, we do. Yeah, Chris. Um, Chris recently um, finished. Chris is amazing. He scratch builds absolutely everything. So, so nothing he's bought off a production oh, wow. line or anything like that. And I, I could only only hope that I've got five percent of his skills because they are incredible. Um, but he did. Yeah, he's done a dinjar and it looks absolutely amazing. So it's, it's. He wasn't at MCM Comic Con last year, was he? I don't think so. I mean, he may have. No, I don't think so. I don't think he was. Um, but he's, he's done season one, episode one. So it's the it's the non Beskar yep. stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely beautiful. But the, the, the tragedy is he hasn't been able to troop with it because. Uh, of course. Yeah, we haven't been able to do anything for quite well. What feels like almost a year, but. Mm-hmm. it's just dragging blimey yeah 
Oh, that is amazing. That's amazing. And good, by the way, good response to the 501st thing. Because I think there is, there's certainly enough room for all, for, for many, many, many uh, cosplaying outfits and squads and teams. I think that's important, man. And it's nice to have the choice, like you said. And they all, they all come with different rules and limitations, what you can and can't do. Yeah. And like you say, flu- um, like how <clears throat> rigid you are on... Uh, rules and stuff like that and interaction so that's pretty cool yeah i agree because this is one thing that i always thought was interesting with this culture and for there might even be someone because i don't know tons about cosplay to be honest even though i'm really invested in star wars and i love i love seeing it yeah. right i love seeing the the hard work that goes into this this passion uh or lifestyle really um but when it, it would be easy i think for someone who isn't super up to date with this kind of thing to think oh well yeah buy a costume online like what matty boy was pretty much saying earlier like buy a costume online and 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 join right it is as easy as that is it or do you guys have like certain requirements what 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 is that process like that's a really good question it's um it used to be like that that that's certainly how how we set it up but the bigger that we the, the more we grew um the more we wanted to sort of change the direction and, and you know present an alternative to some of the larger costume groups um out there and um <clears throat> so we we follow pretty much the same guidelines um but we don't get because we are more informal we don't run forums or, or anything mm-hmm. like that we do we do a bit of correspondence with people over emails people tend to come to us when when they finish the kit and so all we ask for is, is people to take pictures of themselves in that kit, you know, kind of bringing it to life um, and then pictures from all the profiles and that comes in. And then we've got a few chaps who, who take a, a quick shifty at them, you know, zoom in on a few bits and pieces, check a few things and it's, and then they go back and, you know, almost always it's a, it's a yes. And if it's, if it's not quite there, then we always give the feedback on what it is that we we think could be done to enhance it or improve it, tweak it just that little bit um, because you don't want to dash people's hopes. And I've, you know, that, that it's, it's horrible when you put your heart and soul into it to be told it's not quite right. And um, I know how that feels and it's, it's not a nice Mm. feeling. And um, yeah, we wouldn't want to put that on anybody. Um, But, you know, we have, but we try to do it sensitively and, and as, you know, with as much, you know, uh, it's important kindness exactly it's because you just it's so easy to just break people's confidence if it's particularly if it's your first attempt um and, and confidence is everything when you're doing this because you, you've got it, it takes a lot of guts to whack on the the kit and become the character yeah. um and i remember the first time i was absolutely shaking inside that helmet um so it's uh yeah, you, you you want to try and dispel some of that fear that people might might have. Of course, I imagine. Um, some of the ones we've seen have been breathtaking. Um, again, I'm looking at the ones on the website. They are <laughs> awesome. Do you um do you have do you allow for custom uh, pieces? So, like, if I if I was to come in and say, oh, I'm 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 I've made up my own Star Wars character based on I don't know Han Solo, would that be <laughs> a would that be a straight up no, or does it have to be based on like Legends or Canon? no it do you know what the the more the the mythology is growing and the the more people are experimenting with stuff 
you know, so if you, you want to be a, a background soldier or, a, you know, maybe a background character from the canteen or something like that, it's absolutely fine. You know, we'll entertain anything as long as you come at it with the right the right spirit. So for us, we want to get to know you. You know, we want to we want to talk to you, find out what makes you tick. What is it you you why do you want to do it? Um, because for us, it's all it's Star Wars comes after the the charity and the fun. You know, so if if you've got that personality in abundance and you can bring that character to life and it looks Star Wars, then absolutely we we're going to want you to come in and welcome you with with socially distant open arms. Because <laughs> <Yeah. 'cause>, uh, <laughs> love it, absolutely love it, absolutely love it, Dan. Uh, I, I, here's a question, right? So we we we're looking at Star Wars in a post skywalker world at the moment you know we've got the mandalorian we've got the obi-wan series cassian series you know stormtroopers galore yeah we're gonna we're gonna keep getting stormtroopers for a while on on the on the small screen now what about on the big screen i personally i think the next series of films are going to be set in a completely different era whether that's before or after the skywalkers hopefully in my opinion it's after you know, do you think there's ever going to be something that is quite iconic? Like you say, with the Litlands, they can look at a Stormtrooper and go, oh, Stormtrooper. You know, and I think that's partly one of the reasons why J.J. Abrams and co. in Episode 7, you know, really just had to lean on those original Stormtrooper designs because, you know, it, does that go hand in hand in Star Wars? Do you think in the future there's going to be costumes that are just as iconic as what we have now? Uh, I, I really hope so. Um, I can't... I, I think there's always a place for a stormtrooper or an evolution of a stormtrooper. The, um, you know, we've seen it with the clone, the clones. Then we've got the stormtroopers. Mm. You see the evolution to the First Order troopers. Um, they're sticking with it. And those the, those armies, those squads and squads of, of, of white-armoured people... Um, that, that can't hit anything for, for the, the love of trying. Um, <laughs> are, um, they're just synonymous with the, with the movies. And, you know, and I, I, I can't wait to see what they do next, whether they, they go forward or they go backwards. You know, who knows? Um, there's loads of my friends want to see um, Old Republic stuff. I, I, I think we've done that. I'd love to see us go forward or yes. something in between in a different direction. I mean, Rogue One was... He's, he's right up there, probably in my, one of my favourite Star Wars films of all time. Um, and, and Stormtroopers took Same. quite a key key scene, lots and lots of key scenes, comedy moments. I mean, the, the Stormtroopers are the Laurel and Hardy of, of the Mandalorian <laughs> at the moment. And I, I have absolutely, I take no offence to that whatsoever. Um, I, you know, it's, uh, so what, what that iconic character or army would be in another series of films, I have no idea. Um, I just hope it's half as good as the originals. Yeah, the evolution of Stormtroopers. Yeah. It's been there since the prequels, so the prequels of the Clone Trooper. I know it's obviously back to front a bit, but <clears> if you watch it chronologically, <laughs> you've got the um, you've got the Clone Troopers and all of their designations and um, phases. Stormtroopers, <clears throat> First Order Stormtroopers. So you've got to imagine there's going to be another legion of like, faceless troopers at some point in the future. Maybe I've mentioned on a show months and months ago last year that wouldn't it be cool if the next evolution of Stormtroopers didn't have helmets? Just so that then there's a mm -hmm. just just something a little bit different. But then 
obviously uh, for cos- for for the costume mm. organisations for the <clears> cosplayers. <throat> Uh, throw something yeah. a bit different there, but um, are you at a stage now where you wanted to you have like honorary members in like other organisations, <clears> or is it is it more like no, we're we're a tight knit group. We, we it's just you know it's just us and you know the people we induct mm-hmm. a year on year. Yeah, there's a few few people have been doing that, and we did talk about it. Um, and I think we, we've at the moment we're thinking no, um, you know, because it feels like. We're, we're sort of following people that have already done it and we kind of want to sort of do do our own thing um i was at celebration in anaheim back in um god when was that 2015 2015 yeah 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 so that's that was when they premiered the the first trailer and um i went out with um a mate gary and i and um, gary's one of the other co-founders he, he's the guy that that drew the that designed our logo and and he and I flew out to Anaheim for, um, for the duration. And, um, I took out a crew shirt, um, for which we had with, um, Mark printed on the front and then on the back, um, instead of saying a Joker squad member, it said Jedi master. And we gave that to Mark Hamill, uh, um, nice. a photo shoot, which was, was awesome. I mean, I, I don't know. He took it, he folded it up very, very courteously and he put it in a giant pile of clothes that people had given him. So <laughs> I don't know if he ever had it again, but I've got the most amazing photo of, of myself and Mark. Um, and, and that's, uh, that's probably one of my favorite fandom moments. But, um, so he, he's the only one that we've given anything to. Um, and, and perhaps possibly the only one, I don't know who, who knows what we do in the future, but we'll, we'll, we'll try and, like lay our own road if that makes sense you know we don't we don't want to do what others have done that makes sense mate no, which makes is difficult <laughs> matt didn't you have one more question mate uh yeah sorry yeah mine was more mine was more tongue-in-cheek and it's really really <clears throat> going to put danny boy on the spot here now okay luke Bly's a very handsome guy and i'm a guy <laughs> who would uh, i'm assuming you've seen what we look like who, who <clears throat> would you cause who would we cosplayers if we were going to join joker squad who could we pull off <laughs> <laughs> that's really tough that is because yeah naturally i want to say banthers but, uh, <laughs> oh yeah we'll take that i'll definitely <laughs> who's take the that, back mate. end <laughs> who i yeah. was just gonna say who's at the head both <laughs> <laughs> of us we could get we could get our uh someone else so maybe dan you could for for one one session you could be the back for us oh that would be an honor and a privilege gents (laughs) (laughs) no do you know what if if you guys wanted to do it absolutely we we would be more than happy to help you out on the journey but um you know if you're going to do something do something nice and soft that doesn't chafe like a like a really really handsome roguish rebel pilot or That'd or something like, like that. I'd be Porky's. Uh... Luke would be like Big Dark Lighter or something. <laughs> a strong Tash. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I can't even grow a Tash, <laughs> even if I wanted to. Mine's... Even if I wanted to, I haven't got those genes. You know, there are those guys, like my brother-in-law, he can just like, he can grow this like beard. He looks just like Drake, man. Like he's got that fine beard with like lines. <laughs> I'm like growing bum fluff still. I'm, I'm going to be like that forever. Uh, but there we go. Yeah, there we I'd go. probably but... successfully glow, grow like a three-quarter Tash if I have to. This little ball bit above my lip, which would just look a little bit stupid. So I, I go with the stick on. Oh, I like that, mate. Let's use some of Paul's Wookiee fur. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so, 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 Dan, where can people find you 
on the interwebs and if people are interested if they want if they're scared if they're listening to this and they're thinking do you know what i've always wanted to do cosplay i've always wanted to give it a go where can they find you and ask you questions and stuff um instagram's probably the place where we're doing things i'd say where we're most active but um we haven't posted on there for a while because there's been a lot going on um yeah so sure. yeah you find us on on joke on um at joker squad uk on instagram um or we've got our website um jokersquad.co.uk and these links to all the other social platforms and things and um you know that's where people can have a chat but you know we'll, we'll talk to anybody love to hear um from people so as i said this was this was an opportunity just to chat about cosplay um you know and if people want to get involved that's absolutely wonderful um but we're certainly not in it for the the ego we're not not here to fuel any of that so uh yeah, all for the fun. No. Go check That's it out. Lovely. Go check it out, guys. Uh, Jokersquad.co.uk. All those links you've just heard, we'll, uh, we'll drop them in the episode <clears> description <throat> as well. But we can't let you go, Danny Boy, without asking the, the question we ask all of our guests. What's your favourite Star Wars film out of them all? Oh, Return of the Jedi. Straight off, off the bat. No, no hesitation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely why, why, is, why is that, mate? Is it is it just the Ewoks or is it <laughs> is it Jabba? Like what? Jabba, yeah, it's Jabba. All, of, all of that, all of that. No, and do you know what? It was um, it was the film that started it for me. So I was born in seventy seven, and right. um, so I was I was too little to, to know uh, New Hope or, or Empire. So my I I distinctly remember my dad taking me to the cinema to see. Uh, Return of the Jedi, our local cinema, which I think now is the Basing State bus station. But um, I know it very well. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, um, it was, uh, yeah, surreal. And I, I can still remember it and, and just being in awe of that. And, and that's where the obsession started. So all that time ago, and it hasn't stopped. So uh, what yeah, a story, mate. Definitely Jedi. What a story. Mm. Love it. Love it. Dan, thank you so much for coming on the sessions, sharing your knowledge with us, sharing your cosplaying stories. We absolutely love it. And I'm sure I'm sure it's not going to be the first and, and last time, you know. Let's keep this Joker sessions marriage going. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I'm going to start on that Panther costume for you. <laughs> oh, sounds like a plan, mate. Sounds like a naughty plan. Thank you so much, mate. Cheers, Cheers thanks. mate. Thanks a lot. You too. Hey, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. What a king Dan Cramphorn is, and I have still got a little bit of Blue Moon left, but thankfully, mate, we've just dropped off outside our favourite dusty drinking watering hole, the Bantina. Should we uh, jump on in and talk more about Dan's hobbies? Oh, let's do it, mate. Yeah. Exactly. Come and have a dance with us and have a dance with Luke as well. Uh, for, the, for those new to the show, in the band, Tina, each week we sit down with you guys who are the greatest listeners in the galaxy. You know that, but it's always good to tell you. And we have a couple of Kef beers whilst getting your thoughts on our main discussion. And after that wonderful chat, with Dan. That was a quality chat, wasn't it, mate? Oh, mate, we loved it. Thank you for coming on to the show, Danny Boy. Uh, and to be honest, it's nice to just dip into the world of cosplay, to be honest, because it's not something we're, you know, we're kind of familiar with, but also not familiar with. So, mate, it's nice. It's nice. But um, we, we asked uh, you guys for your 
thoughts. And we, we put a cheeky poll up on the old Twitter verse. We got some cool responses, some cool comments too. Some, well, dare I say, spicy comments. But the general consensus was this. We asked you guys if you would or have tried cosplay. And 54% of you have tried it and 46% of you said it wasn't for you. Mate boy, do you know what? I'll be honest. I was I was almost surprised at how many people had come back and said, yeah, I'm either game for it or I'd done it. And really, a lot of those guys have already done it at some point in the past. I was I was actually pleasantly surprised by how many were into it. Yeah, and there was more people than I thought as well. Um and it's good to see a couple of the people out there saying, you know, they, they haven't but they very much would like to in the future, uh, which is good to see because we've always said Luke could pull off the perfect Cal Kestis. Um, all I've got to do is put on a brown suit and I look like Jabba the Hutt. So I'm halfway there as well. <laughs> so, you know, we, we, we're, on our, we're on the path there. But uh, no, it's great to see that there are there's so many people out there who, who want to be part of that community. And as Danny Boy said, there's so much to gain from being part of the community. But um, yeah, so thank you for taking part in the poll, guys. And other than the poll, we actually got some really spicy voicemails in, some locally, some globally, and uh, some in between. And we're going to listen to a couple of those now, and to start us off is none other than Zoe. Let's listen. Hello, the Star Wars Sessions. I'm Zoe, and it's an honor to be included in this episode. Ever since I first watched Star Wars back in March, I've wanted to try out cosplaying characters from the movies in order to feel the magic of this galaxy far, far away. And it does make you feel like you're a part of this awesome universe. So far, I've only cosplayed different alternate universe versions of Rey, and I'd love to cosplay more of her movie outfits. Also, I really wish to cosplay movie-accurate looks of both Leia and Padme, or female looks of the main male characters of Star Wars, because I simply cannot choose a single favorite character to cosplay. Cosplaying gives you so many opportunities to pretend you're actually a character in your favorite world and act like them. I wish I had more chances to do cosplaying, but this pandemic has certainly slowed my pace down when it comes to it. However, cosplay is a never-ending journey, so there's definitely so much more to explore. Nice one. Thank you so much for sending that in, Zoe. It's wonderful to hear your tones. And it's lovely to see, actually, a newcomer to the galaxy. First started watching Star Wars in March, already Mm. wants to dive in, already wants to um, feel like they can be Rey or Leia or Padme or Han Solo or Luke or whoever they want to be. And I love that idea that you you can start off with something, but there's so much to explore. And that's what gets me excited. If I was going to do it, that's what would hook me in, is that the possibilities are endless. Mm, such a good point such a good point thank you for sending that in zoe and welcome welcome to the galaxy that's it and uh i'll give uh, i'll give all of the all of our voice messages they all come with uh social media handles and zoe's you can find her and her work on instagram at zoe zoe dot just uh, or just zoe dot j-u-s-t dot zoe zoe dot just dot zoe on instagram and from Zoe to a lad very much closer to where we are, very much closer to home. Guy goes by the name of Essex Scott. He's a king. But first, this is what he had to say. Hi, guys. It's your Essex Clone Trooper here. Cosplaying Star Wars means a lot to me with all the good I can do and how much it influences my own life, even more than I originally thought it would. It's opened the door for me 
in terms of interacting more and getting to play a part in both the cosplaying and Star Wars communities. I mean, how I met Matt and Luke and the podcast that I, obviously I listen to with everyone else every week was when they asked for an interview back at MCM when I was trooping with the 501st Legion in my Phase 2 clone suit, which if I wasn't cosplaying, I wouldn't have been there to begin with and I wouldn't know the podcast. With the 501st, I was to do opportunities like children's hospital visits, weddings, and so much charity work pre-COVID where just wearing a suit makes people smile and kids go nuts. So hopefully things will soon return to normal. I can put my new clone airborne suit to good use helping others. CT27497 signing off, boys. Oh, absolutely love that. What a king. Scotty boy, thank you for sending that in. Local boy, huh? No, you do it better, Matt. Go on. Like, give Local us a... boy, huh? Yeah, that's it. The filth. The usual filth. Thanks for setting that. sending that in, mate. And yeah, MCM was lit. And it was a pleasure meeting you and everyone else we met at MCM. It, it was indeed spicy. It was, it was so spicy that uh, I can hear it. Oh, The train is passing uh, by. Nice one. Thank you for that, Essex. Scott, yeah, I agree. You had a great time meeting you, mate. We love talking some clones with you and your clone armour was unreal. Unreal good. If you want to see what it looked like, head on over to at 501st Clone UK on Instagram. At 501st Clone UK on Instagram. Thank you, Essex Scott. Yes, I like um, the mention of our favourite use of public transportation there, Matty boy. You know, better than the district line and better than the Nando's bus. Yeah, so, yeah, that's it. You hear that? That's the sound of fun. Uh, up next it is Jedi Master Bro Gan with a cheeky voice message. Let's listen to him. Hey, my name's Adam, and Star Wars cosplaying to me means that it allows me to be as creative as I can with the colours, the designs, and character stories. I mean, come on, who doesn't love a good story, eh? Especially when it's your own. Mate, love it. Well, I nearly stumbled over my own words uh, leading up onto that, uh, mate. But uh, no, thank you so much for sending that in, mate. And yeah, I think escapism is one of the best things about Cosplay. And I think that's what I got from your message, mate. So thanks for sending that in, dude. That's it, man. The, the ability to craft your own identity. How cool is that? How cool is that? Not just being restricted to the galaxy, but simply being inspired by it is pretty sweet. So thank you for that, Brogan. Mate, at master underscore Jedi underscore Brogan on Instagram if you want to follow Brogan's work. Uh, and finally, we have a, another voicemail from an absolute legend who we met at MCM Comic Con. It's Eliza, and here she is. Hi, everyone. It's Eliza. Um, I mainly cosplay Ray and Padme. And to be honest, between those two, it's really difficult for me to choose a favourite because I love both of their characters in very different ways and for different reasons. And in terms of like cosplaying, they both have their uh, pros and cons. I might just say Ray, just because I was able to befriend a lot of really amazing people through TikTok, if that makes sense. A couple of my Ray memes that I made on TikTok blew up a little bit, so I was able to meet really amazing people. And also, she's really comfy. <laughs> and it also leads me on to the reason why I love cosplaying from Star Wars. Kids love it. Oh my god, the amount of times that little kids would run up to me on the con floor, really happy, and they'd ask, Ray, can I take a picture with you? Oh my god, it's just so heartwarming, the fact that 
you know, across all ages and cultures, everyone loves Star Wars. Well, most people love Star Wars. So yeah, that's probably my favorite reason, but I can't choose a favorite. I'm sorry. <laughs> Calls herself Eliza, but we best know her as Ladmay. What a legend. We met Ladmay at MCM Comic Con, just like we did uh, Essex Scott. Ladmay was um, cosplaying as, cosplaying as Padme. I was an absolute geezer. Cod playing, playing cod at the same time. Whacking <laughs> some cod against people's faces. Yes, beating people out of the fish at yeah, Comic Con. She did so get good. thrown out quickly after, but um, that was great to hear from you again, Ladme. Thank you so much for that. And that part of the inn is probably what makes it all worthwhile with seeing the smiles on the faces of the kids and the older kids like me and Luke is what it's all about. So um, thank you so much for sending that in, Eliza, at Eliza JPEG, Twitter and Instagram. Classic Eliza JPEG there with the spice. Thank you for sending in those awesome voicemails, guys. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. And we are back to that so good bit of the Bantina where our patrons get to ask some spicy numbers. Isn't that right, matey boy? Yes, matey booze. Uh, sign up for $3 a month and you get to ask a question and we'll answer it on one of the shows during that month. And we've got a few to get through this week. Oh, yes, we have. Uh, to start us off, it is the legend, the naughty boy himself. It is Paul Buckle, who asked this, Matty Boy, who asked this. After watching episode 10 of The Mandalorian with Baby Yoda, stretching his little legs a bit, I noticed he has a little theme tune whenever he's up to something that has a very John Williams Home Alone vibe to it. Love it. Uh, so do you think... We will see a Home Alone style adventure episode with the child avoiding foes with this tune highlighting what they're trying to emulate. Um, Paul, mate, fantastic question. Matty boy, I'm going to let you kick us off with the answers. Uh, I, I agree. It has got a Home Alone vibe to it, like a mischievous uh, feel to it. But I like Baby Yoda's little tune, actually. A little ditty here in the background. It's only just started... Well, I've only just really noticed it, whether it was in season one or not. You know, slap my wrist, I'm not sure. But I've only just started hearing it, but it's great. Um, will we see a Home Alone-style adventure episode? Do you know what? If they want to shake it up, they shook it up last week with um, Kara and Grief taking centre stage for the most part of the episode. Shake it up a bit. Give us a Baby Yoda episode and... Uh, what else are they going to do apart from have him being a naughty boy, basically? Uh, whether that's um, avoiding bounty hunters, avoiding the Mando, or just trying to go on a hunt for food of some sort, then why not? Uh, I'd like to see a Baby Yoda episode for sure. Um, and if we get to hear more of that um, tune, even the better. And if it involves him you know, like throwing bricks and covering people in paint, tar and feathering them, like uh, in Home Alone, all the better. But... Yeah, I'm up for a Baby Yoda episode where he's just been a bit naughty, but what about you, man? Uh, do you know what? It's something I've never thought of until now, but now our boy Paul has said it, I can come, I, I can just see it in my mind's eye. I just think it's a tremendous idea, and I think they're going to do something like that, you know? 
I really do. I really do. And I love that. Yeah, you're right. It is one of the few Mando themes that is quite John Williams-y. Um, and I like that. I really like it. And yeah, you could definitely tell, you know, Baby Yoda, he's got a little naughty, cheeky side to him. So I, w- I, I wouldn't put it past him coming up with some genius ways to um, to murk some stormies or, or any kind of uh, foes, really. So yeah, Paul, mate, fantastic question. Short answer. Yes. What a way to kick us off with the Patreon questions. For all you people out there with ears and fingers and mouths, let us know what you think of these questions. Let us know what you think. Are we going to get a Baby Yoda-centric episode where he's being a little naughty, setting up traps um, around Manhattan the way? Um, let us know if we're gonna, if, what you think about these uh, questions. Uh, and this one as well from Jimmy Adams, the tank. He asked, is Thrawn a good guy or a bad guy? Bonus question, is he ever wrong? Besides that one time with Ezra. Uh, Luke Bly, Thrawn, for what you've seen of him and what you know of him, is he a good guy or is he a bad guy? Uh, good guys, bad guys. Uh, I, I reckon, mate, he's a bad guy. Straight up, Jimmy. Sorry, mate, he's a baddie. He's he's incredibly intelligent and he's very logical, um, but he's he, he's just blindly following an order. You know, he's not, he's not really, dare, dare I say, it's almost like he's not really thinking for himself. It's like he lacks that ability to see the big, the, the big, big emotional picture. And we, you know, we covered this a couple of weeks ago about the Empire. Um, I think we got an, asked an interesting question in the Bantina as well. And it was about the Empire being, like, fundamentally bad. And the thing is, is that the Empire, like consciously supports slavery of like wookies yeah hey they're the bad guys um and thrawn is just happily going along with this so yes i would say although he might not be the most naughty of the boys in the corner he um he's in that corner so there's my answer (laughs) (laughs) he might not be as naughty as baby Yoda and a tank full of eggs yeah but he thinks he he thinks he's a good guy doesn't he and his his methods aren't as they're not as <laughs> horrendous. You know when you said that, I just imagined like a tiger tank, like a like a Sherman. <laughs> I didn't think of like a water tank. I thought, yeah, yeah. Not, no, you're not but, really like a baby Yoda, tank. Flipping, get him in a tank, mate. Battle of the Bulge. She's going to be going mental. <laughs> Flying eggs everywhere before eating half of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. He thinks he's a good guy, doesn't he? He isn't like the most horrendous or evil person out there, like Vader or the Emperor or whatever. He's just a tactician and a strategist. He wants to win the duel he's in. Uh, he has respect for his opponents, but that doesn't mean that his actions are justified. I mean, you could say the same about many of the rebel tactics, but the rebels consciously try not to kill civilians. That's one thing they'd always try to do. We do not want any civilian casualties. Thrawn may think he's a good guy, but when he was blowing Lothal apart from the skies, I'm not too sure he cared about the civilians. He he, he will say that he tried to to warn the rebels and say, look, I gave you time to surrender. I warned you that I was going to do this. But he still did it. He still like went out of his way to like kill thousands of hundreds and thousands of people. So I think he's still a he's still a bad guy, whether or not he like hangs his hat on the to the emperor's the empire's values. But you know he's still doing their deeds at the end of the day, isn't he? So I think he's a, a bad guy. But and uh, is he ever wrong? He would never admit if he's wrong. For the most part, no, he never is. I can't even say perhaps, as he would say. He's never wrong, Thrawn. So whatever version of the canon, he's never wrong. Love it. Love it. It's filth. 
It's filth. And, and talk, talking of the, the filth that, you know, Jimmy has brilliantly provided, we're on to the next bit of filth. And it's from Dave. Dave Hutchinson. And Mayboy, I don't think you're ready for this. Are you, are you ready? It. It, it asks, as a Star Wars fan of many years standing, there's something I love to find out about other Star Wars fans. How far does this thing mean to your life? Oh, how far? Probably about a mile, mate. <laughs> No, okay, all right. He says, um, he goes on to say, I saw Star Wars way back in 1977 and it had a profound effect on my life. My taste in art, music, literature and film were formed at a very early age by my love of and fascination of Star Wars. I formed lifelong friendships. Shout out to Robert Lawson. Bruh, bruh, bruh. And uh, being part of a group of like-minded people that a 10-year-old me would never have thought possible. And now I've got the sessions. Guys, hey. uh, lad, guys, you're not possibly the best. You are the best. Thank you so much for that lovely question, Davey boy. Yeah, man. Means the absolute world to us. Maybe boy, why don't you start us off on that one? Uh, firstly, Dave, you've earned this. <laughs> Have a drink. Oh, well, honestly, no, yeah. Thank you very much for that, mate. We appreciate being... Uh, we're grateful to be part of any, a little part of anyone's enjoyment of a fandom. It's, um, well, how, how big, it's, a, it's big, isn't it? It's far, it's big. Obviously, we do this show every week. We we dig the idea every week of doing this show. It isn't a chore. It isn't something that we kind of feel well, we can't stop doing it now because we kind of have to. We both love doing this show. I know I certainly do as well. Um, I've got my friendship with Blilo, which I would never have, I would have never have known of that majestic hair had it not been for... Star Wars, oh. not being for that forum way back when. Um, the listeners that we have, the community that surrounds this podcast, I mean, that is what it means to me. It's like you, you get people you can wake up to in the morning, you can have a chat to. You may not have met them yet, but you can still have a good old chat like you have done. Just because you're virtual doesn't mean you can't be someone's buddy. Uh, the messages within the films and the books and that, like the message of hope, the message of friendship uh, against all odds, uh, survival against all odds and all that. The art, as you mentioned, we did the issue, the episode, sorry, with Ralph McQuarrie, not with him, about Ralph, a couple of weeks ago. And when you just kind of dive in just to that, you're just like, this is just incredible art. And then the art of books, flicking through those, I know Blalo has those in his coffee table. That, I mean, I'm not an artist, but I could sit and look at those and it it takes my mind places, the whole communal feel of it all. And it's that escapism, which is something which we say an awful lot, but... It's being able to escape to another galaxy for an hour and a bit to do a podcast, a few hours to do watch a film, a wi- you know, an hour to watch the man, whatever it might be. But it's everything around that. It's not just a film. It's not just a book. It's not just a TV series. It's everything around that. It's the, all of the fans out there who make it what it is. And yeah, without it, it'd be a much more boring place, wouldn't it, mate? Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well said. Well said. I love that. Dave, for me, I think it's it just Star Wars takes me back to when I was a little one, to be honest. Um, watching the original trilogy, Ramanan and Grandad's, um, growing up with the prequel trilogy, you know, playing with sticks, pretending they're lightsabers, playing with actual plastic lightsabers. It's just fun, man. And it was always one of those things. I remember even when I was a teenager, um, I was off ill, and this was like 
after way after the prequel trilogy i was off school i was ill and I, I was like i had such a stinking headache couldn't play games or nothing i was just laying in bed and i just like turned over slightly and i watched like pretty much most of the original trilogy in like a day and um i i wouldn't do that with other films like, i wouldn't be quite as invested in the escapism maybe there's a couple that come close but it's probably not worth mentioning on this because Star Wars was just the pinnacle for me. And in you know when it was announced, oh, we're getting more Star Wars films. I remember, Dave, being in a curry house with uh, some very close friends of mine as the Force Awakens teaser trailer, the first ever mm. one launched. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. This was when I had, I had a really like, naff little phone, bad data, but I got it and I was flipping, loading up that trailer like no tomorrow. And I wanted to see that teaser trailer. And I watched it and I just got all of those feelings back just in that one moment. All of those feelings, you know, nostalgia, family, childhood, everything just in like a second. And the last few years, that's, that's just happened more and more, you know. Every every opening weekend of a Star Wars film, and to some extent every Mandalorian episode, it just takes me back to those times, and that the, the innocence of those times too. It's just lovely. It's lovely storytelling. It really is beautiful storytelling, and it's just, in my opinion, near perfect escapism. You know, when my head's just like not too filled with other stuff because the world is not an easy place. We know that this year. But Star Wars has just made it that little bit easier. That's probably the short version. <laughs> but lovely, lovely question, Dave. And I echo what Matty Boy said. If it weren't for Star Wars, we wouldn't have this pod. We wouldn't have you guys. We wouldn't have Matty Boy. So it's all filth. It's all spicy. And lastly, thank you to everyone. Yep. Thank you very much for that, Dave. Your first Patreon question. And what a way to start off your campaign with the sessions and... Uh, thank you again, mate, for your kind words and for listening. And you mentioned Robert Lawson. Shout out to Robert Lawson. Well, he also dropped a Patreon question for this month, and it's a belter. I had to give Luke Bly advance warning of this one to give him a few <laughs> a few extra hours. But Robert Lawson asked, he said, actually, I have a challenge for you this November to come up with your best Star Wars limerick. Here's an example from Rob. There was a young Jedi named Rey who was given a saber one day. She battled with Kylo and took it to Ucto, where Luke shrugged and threw it away. He says, I'm sure you can do better than that. Keep it spicy. Thank you, Robert, for making our brains work overtime. What a fantastic question. We've never been asked to come up with a limerick before. So, Luke, over to you, please. Oh, mate, I, I love this question. Right, OK. Uh, Robert, that was pretty good, but here you go. Let's, let's see uh, how good you can do. Um, I, I can do, sorry. OK, <clears throat> it's pressure. It's getting to me. Here we go. I had a phone call with Darth Vader. Limbs chopped off. Who's the first Ada? Darth said it was all cool, so he jumped in the pool. And now I'm an Imperial Crusader. Yes! Hold on the mic! <laughs> yes, mate. Yeah, Spice Train, mate. Yeah, get rid of the district line, Piccadilly line. Don't need it, mate. Got the field train line. Here. Yeah, that's it. The fly ground. We love it. Matty Boy, what about you? A sure one. Uh, here we go. Right, Rob, you set down the gauntlet. Luke Bly set the bar high. How about this one? I thought I would bypass the compressor just so I could try and impress her. Now, everybody knows 
about the English Rose, next time I think I'll just text her. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, mate. Oh, we've left the station, mate. Yes, go. Classic. Course, course, mate, boy. Got the old English Rose in there. He loves it. He loves it. Oh, man, Robert, that was class. Love that. Thank you for some brilliant question, guys. It's always uh, much appreciated, you spicy bunch of sickheads. That's it. What a way to end off the Patreon questions this week. If you want to join in, if you want to jump on board the train and get a question in each month, you can do. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Check out what we have on offer. And if you uh, feel like you want to sign up, please do go ahead and you can join on the train with us. So uh, also, uh, we want to hear your limericks. We want to hear your answers to all those questions as well. But, bartender, sorry about the mess. We'll be back again next week for some more Bantina fun. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game. That's right, you heard it, you love it. It is the Star Wars Sessions game. Every week we host a cheeky little game and this time it is my turn to host. Matty boy, are you ready for this spice? Ready. Right, okay mate, okay mate, cue the music. This one is called Who Am I? Yes or No Edition. I'm going to read a quote from someone. And you get to answer, ask questions, and I get to answer them. But I can only say yes or no. Oh, Are yes. you ready? Yes, I am ready. Pretend, yeah, I like this one. Pretend this quote is stuck on my forehead. It says, may the force be with you is charming, but it's not important. What's important is that you become the force for yourself and perhaps for other people. Right. Go. So somebody has said that. <laughs> Someone said that charming but it's not as important for you or other people right um was this from canon no ah um <laughs> was it a mountain that cries tears no <laughs> uh, right so it's not canon okay uh is this a luke Bly quote no okay right so it's uh so it's not in canon um was it a legacy character? No, the main ones. No. Oh no. Um, <laughs> uh, was it a, was it a male? Yes. Okay, so it's a male legends character. Well, who I... you're assuming. Oh, okay. That. Uh, that, okay. That, is that, it that, a human? That, uh, yes. Is it a human? Proper, probably male. <laughs> from legends. But no, no, no. You, you, the... you, you're assuming. I never said it was from legends. There we go. I can't okay. say any. I can't. Say any more. Ah, I see. Right. Okay. So it's not from canon, but it may not be from Legends. It's a it's a geezer, and it's not <laughs> one of the main people. Um, uh, um, was it in a book? No. Was it in a comic? No. Was it in a game? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> was it in a star? Was it in a Star Wars parody? Of some sort. No. Oh. Um, 
Uh, Let me read it to you again. May, may the on. force be with you is charming, but it's not important. What's important is that you become the force for yourself and perhaps for other people. Um, was it a man who wears checkered shirt and trainers? No. Oh, it's not George nice. Lucas. Nice, um, nice guess. May the force be with you. But what's in, it's charm. What's important is you come the force with other people around you. This is a difficult game. This is a really difficult game. Is it? Is it from a Star Wars property? Like, yeah. Okay, so it's not. Yeah, but. I'll, I'll, I'll drop you a little hint. You are along the right lines of thinking it's not in universe. When you said, "Is it? Is it? Does he wear a checkered shirt? You know, is it George Lucas? You know, this okay, so very. It, it's almost like real world worldly. Was it? You know? Was it a kind of director of some sort? No, actor. Yes. Okay, so it's an actor who said that. Yes. Um. Did they play Luke Skywalker? No. Oh, no. It's a male actor. I think this one will surprise people, to be honest. I think, because it surprised me when I read it. I was like, no way. It's a really good question. It's a male actor. Uh, okay, were they in the prequel trilogy? No. Ooh, sequel trilogy? No. OT? Oh, yes, yes, they were in the sequel. Uh, were they in the original trilogy? Yes. Okay, so OT and say, oh, uh, oh, was oh, did they fly an X-wing? No, oh, it's not Wedge Antilles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be Wedge. Any person I can think of. Um, oh, this is tough. I man. love being the other side of this because in my head, uh, we played this the other day, and yeah, I'll t- I, that good story for another time. But yeah, <laughs> I played this the other uh, day with family. It was it's great being this is- side. This is tough. So someone, tense. someone who's been in the originals and the sequels, so and who played and, the sequels. and played a character in Star What's Wars. It? What did they play an Ewok? No. Oh, it's not that guy, Warwick. Um... <laughs> I don't get how I don't get how you're missing some people out. <laughs> I don't get it. Did it play? Did he play Han Solo? Yes. Is it Harrison Ford? Yes. Yes, mate. The trains <laughs> arrived. It's a, there we go. It, oh, mate, it's like Harrison Ford doesn't care enough to say that. There's stuff. <laughs> I played this the other day. I played this the other day with family, and um, I got Rob Brydon on my forehead. And I was like, they were like, it's a Welsh and a comedian. I was like, mate, I don't know any Welsh comedians. And I was like, the ones that I do, the ones that I do, they're in the back of my like head. And I couldn't for the life of me uh, remember who it was, but it was relentless. I had to stick it out, mate. And I eventually got it. it. I eventually yes. got it. Took a while. And I put uh, Kim Jong-il on my uh, missus. Bro, that was fun. So yeah, totally mate, hilarious to watch. It was great. It was great. It was all filth. But mate, well done. I know that was a hard one. I know that was a hard one. It's funny how your mind automatically thought, oh, canon. Or in universe. It was, yeah. I was like, it's gotta be someone within the in the actual like films or the usually is to be fair, in it. But I was I like, thought, it's I'd definitely not gonna be Well, so it's never gonna be Harrison Fawkes. He doesn't give a monkeys right. to say something like that. Right? That It really surprised me, mate. It really surprised me. But yeah, he said that. And I, I kind of liked that, right? 
What's important is that you become the force for yourself and perhaps for other people. Nice one, Harrison. Twenty million pound for the Force Awakens probably helped you say that as well. But, <laughs> um, no, it's not. I didn't expect him to say, it, but nice one, Harrison. You've uh, you've made me feel a bit warm and fuzzy inside with that one. So good game again this week, mate. Thank you, Harrison Ford, for your contribution to this week's game. But that is that for episode ninety-one of Star Wars Sessions to count down until hundreds on now. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. They can find us on Twitter at Star Wars Session. You can slide into our galactic DMs at Star Wars Sessions or feel free to drop us a cheeky message or voicemail. Send us a voicemail. We love them. Send them to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And lastly, if you want to support the show further, please consider checking out our Patreon patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions that's it we're on anchor fm spotify apple podcast stitcher tune in everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast you're going to find us there and if you love our show please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com it's the imdb for podcasts it's awesome we're on there so drop us a review over there too if you have a spare minute or two it helps us grow, it helps get more listeners in, and we love hearing from you guys each and every week. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your nearest cosplayer, tell your cousin the more the merrier, and the castle spicier. So tell Harrison Ford, this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya, and from Luke, may the force be with you. Always. Duke, Duke, San Holo. They are Essex-based podcast heroes. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>